This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, kicks to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks his arm tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the Always your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, guys. I'm here to have a nice, fun episode with you guys. This one is called Unleash or Release. What to do with the 49ers. Now, guys, I've been making my auditory rounds and everything. I've been listening to what people are saying. And I don't know if I'm feeling everything that everybody is saying. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm seeing some people that we should trade for. We probably shouldn't. I'm seeing that we should get rid of some people. We probably shouldn't. I'm seeing that uh, we should make some hires and additions to the coaching staff that we probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't. But don't worry, guys. I'm here to break it all down. I hope everybody's doing well. Shout out to everybody in the live chat right now. You guys are phenomenal. Thank you guys for the continued support. Let me run through these formalities. And then we'll get down to the get down, all right? Uh, this is going to be a, a call show, so make sure you guys have your phones ready. I am going to ask you guys your opinion on something. So make sure you guys have uh, your phones ready. I got the little... Handy dandy Bluetooth. We ready to rock this thing here, right? The nothing but Niners bowl system is in the building. And uh, we're going to have some fun. I promise you, we're going to have some fun. If this is your first time here, all right, you enjoy the show, do us a favor, hit that like button. After you do that, subscribe and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we're bringing you guys videos, okay? I'm not always by myself, all right? So if you guys don't like the idea of a show where one person is just talking, talking and babbling and running his mouth, that's cool. Me neither. Me neither. All right. I like to ping pong some ideas and some thoughts off of somebody. Sometimes it's good to have somebody check you. Now, the cool thing about this is when I do shows by myself, I tend to keep my eyes on the chat a little bit better. So they'll check me. Don't worry. They tell me all the time that I'm wrong. So if this is your first time here and you enjoy that kind of thing, make sure you subscribe. All right. And then go tell somebody else to check us out over here. Nothing but Niners on YouTube. Okay. <clears throat> Follow us on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. All of those handles are nothing but nine. The number nine. Nothing but nine. E-R-S. All right. So make sure you guys get on over there. Follow us. Show you guys some support. Okay. And shout out to the people over there watching from Twitch right now. Speaking of Twitch, that handle is the same as the uh, Facebook page. All right. Nothing but Niners. That is spelled all the way out. All right. Spelled all the way out. Now, Chrissy, I don't know if you're in here yet, 
She's going to be in here eventually at some point. But I talked to her last week. She was saying that her Patreon wasn't working. I had a problem with that. I said, hey, shoot me an email. I'll get you hooked up. Never got an email, Chrissy. I was checking over and over. But if you missed it, here's the email address again. Boom, right here at the bottom of the screen. NB9. That's for nothing but Niners. NB9. It's right there. NB9 ERS at nothing but Niners.com. It's right there. It's right there. NB9 ERS at nothing but Niners.com. Get on over there. I need something else. Or one of these got to go. Something's got to change. All right, hold on. Here we go. It was bothering me seeing two things on one side and one thing on the other. And now this guy's a little, boy, you look a little sad, buddy. Pop up a little bit more. There you go. You two, come up. Hey, uh, say hi. You can do it. There we go. All right. All right. All right. I don't have ADD. I'm not OCD. All right. So head on over. Shoot us an email. Questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for the show, whatever it may be, guys. NB9 ERS at nothing but niners.com. And I mentioned the Patreon and Chrissy. Guys, head on over to Patreon. All right. Uh, Sin was telling me she was having some issues. Don't worry, Sin. We are going live tomorrow night on the Patreon. All right. So we will do a practice run over there for you. I promise you. Head on over, guys. Patreon.com slash NB9 ERS. Again, that's NB9 ERS. Yes, we have bonus shows. We have rewatch parties and all that kind of stuff over there. So make sure you guys get on over there. This is the place to be, all right? If you guys don't know already, I am your host, Mike Andrews 83 That is my Twitter handle. I can show you guys, but I got to take off my cool banner. And I don't always like doing that, but I'll show you. There it is. Boom, right there. Bong, Mike Andrews 83 at... Oh, wait, that's Twitter. Mike Andrews 83 on Twitter. So you guys can follow me over there. Is there a way for me to like put myself up more so you can see that down there. Like that's kind of, eh, I don't know. You can't have a border with the, that's just weird. Yeah. I don't like that one either. So never mind. All right. So we'll just keep it like that. That's fine. Don't worry about the name. You guys know who I am. And if you don't, you'll find out later on. All right. Again, shout out to everybody in the chat. I see some good things in here. My man, William, with the first comment of the evening, he says, what up, big Mike? Lift this up, brother. We need something positive. And I put question marks and not, exclamation points now see i think when you need something it's like a yell like hey we need something positive help us out like please all right but you put some question marks here and do we need to be positive yeah we do but it's okay to be negative especially after this week especially after this week we're going to talk about that right uh we had kyle shanahan go out there and he was just kind of just you know like kind of going through the motions not really uh bringing the heat the way that we want him to not quite as aggressive as we want to see him be, you know, like a lot of people were really upset. People were really uh, disappointing, disappointed, I should say, you know. Um, now, I want to show you guys this graphic because I worked hard on this thing. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this thing here. I'm, I'm, you guys got to give me a second, okay? I apologize. I wanted you guys to see this thing. All right, let's see if this works. I got to share it from my phone and then send it to you guys to my computer and then get it from my computer and then put it back over to... It's just a lot, man. It's a lot. I don't know if it's going to work. Let me see. I don't think it's going to work right now. Hold on. Let me try one more time here. I want you guys to see it. But 
some of you guys probably saw it already in the uh oh, oh, oh hold on here we go here we go it's not there that's horse crap that's horse crap i'm sad now i might be angry oh wait a second ha i think it's already on my computer let me see is this it Ah, that's it. I got it. <laughs> All right. How do I say this? It's already on the computer. All right. So that's there. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I just want you guys to see this. It was a little graphic I put together. Nothing crazy. I promise nothing crazy. But it was for tonight's episode. And I'm going to get to some positivity. I'm also going to get to the outrage and all that stuff because the outrage is also okay, guys. The outrage is absolutely okay. We have no problem being upset with certain things because we expect certain things. We have we have expectations for the team. And uh, if they're not met, it's okay to be upset. Check this out. Here it is. Huh? Huh? Did you see it? Release? I'm, I'm going to play it again. Release or unleash? Shanahan? Ryan? There's going to be more than that. It's going to be more than that. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yay me. All right, huh? Let's go, man. How's everybody doing out there? So I'm gonna borrow something from Crocky, man. I see Crocky do the whole uh, you know, uh flame emojis, right? On a scale of one to five, everybody's doing all right. I want to see how everybody's feeling today, man. Forget football for just one second. How's everybody doing on their own? How's everyone feeling right now? So uh you guys don't have to give me flames, whatever emoji you want to do on a scale of one to five. I want to see that. Shout out to my man Eric Crocker because that makes me uh happy when I see him do that when he checks in on his morning show. I like knowing that everybody is doing good, okay? Um, we're going to get to this right here. Callie says, Mike, did you see Kittle questioning the efforts of some of our younger players after the game? I sure did. I sure did. I actually really liked Kittle's um, press conference. If you guys watched the overreaction video, uh, I I played it and I responded. I was I was saying I like hearing what Kittle had to say. I like Jimmy uh, showing the accountability and all that, right? Um, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but that's still cool. You know what I mean? Uh, crazy C is in here. What's good, fam? I'm good. I'm good. All right. I see Chris Hansen. What's going on, man? Sin is in the building. I see you. Hello. 49ers throwback. 551. Jersey boy now here. I see 551. All right. I don't know if I see lovers or haters on here. If you don't believe us, don't believe in us, get lost. You know, and that's look, man. Look, man. That might that might just be the wave. You know, like it's time for start separating ourselves, you know. It's time for us to start separating ourselves. And it's okay. Guys, listen, I'm going to tell you all now. I haven't done the preview show. This is not the preview show. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't expect this to win this week. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. And I love the Niners. And I'm not going anywhere, right? But I saw the effort that we just had. And if we keep dropping passes the way that we do, we turn the ball over the way that we do. If we play in a two-minute drill with no sense of urgency, we're going to lose those games. We're not going to beat a team like the Chiefs. I'm sorry. We're not. We're not. Now, the one thing I will say is Kyle Shanahan always finds a way to turn it around at the end of the season. I don't know how this man does it. I don't know how he does it, but when his quarterback is healthy, my man flips the switch, <clears throat> and he comes back at the end of the season, and all of a sudden we in the postseason, we're going deep in the postseason. So I don't know. I don't know. But right now, it's panic time because this is what we do. We round three and five, right? Remember last year we were three and five? Oh, my God. We're just two games away from that. We are two games away from that same record. We're going to be three and four after this week. We're going to be three and four. Now, I've talked to some people. Some people that be on the show and everything, and they're like, hey, Mike, man, I think we could win. I'm like, okay, save that. Keep that same energy. I want to have this conversation with you when a microphone is present because I'm going to hold you to it. 
I don't think the Niners are winning this game at all. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. All right. So here's what I am here to talk about, guys. <clears throat> and I'm going to open up the phone lines for this one here. Okay. Uh, the 49ers have to do something here. We watch the game. We watch it over and over again. We wait for the breakdowns and all that. We see that there are plays out there to be made. I'm going to start with the head coach, Kyle Shanahan. He is dialing up some plays. Was he perfect in that last game? Absolutely not. No sense of urgency. An eight-minute drive warranted zero points. I'm not going to worry about the zero points. I'm going to worry about the eight-minute drive. We were methodical. We were going down the field. We were overcoming penalties along the way. Sorry about that, guys. I went to the dentist today and had like a, a crown or a temporary crown put on my root canal, and I think there's still pieces of something coming out, so I apologize about that. Um, we are marching down the field methodically. The, the score is 14 to 28. Uh, we get the ball around the 10-minute mark or so, and we are marching down the field. I mean, and boom, first down, penalty. All right, cool. First down, second down, convert. First down, penalty, boom. I mean, we were going, this is this is what, we started from here. Like, this is the line. Like, we were uh, right here. Wait, God, it's inverted. Uh, that's where we started, right here. And then we would go forward and then backwards again. And then forward some more and then backwards again. And forward some more and backwards again. And forward some more. And, and this happened over and over and over. And I was so tired of watching it. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And then they're walking up to the line of scrimmage. They're huddling. They got three timeouts. They're not using any of them. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Like, what is the plan right now? What is the plan right now? We marched down the field successfully. We overcame penalties successfully. I'm not worried about the results. We didn't get in the end zone. I get that. But we marched down the field. We took eight minutes off the clock. Normally, I would applaud Kyle Shanahan for something like that. Not when you're down two scores, bro. Not when you're down two scores. That was the part that I didn't get. If if it's a one-score game and you're marching down to tie it up, you're resting your defense and you're playing for overtime, Kyle, I got you. I will defend you tooth and nail. I will come in here and be like, yo, y'all don't see the genius in what Kyle Shannon did. That's the dangerous word. That's what everyone wants to take away from his, his little, uh, right? It's, see? See? Look, Chris couldn't wait to type the word G. That's what I'm talking about. Me and Chris, we syncing up, y'all. We syncing up, all right? But you march down the field. And if it's a one-score game, if we had 21, they had 28, and you march down the field and you take eight minutes off the off clock on a 99-yard drive, I will come in here and stand on the table and say, y'all need to chill. We weren't playing for the win. We were playing for the tie to go into overtime. And if we lost or not, that wouldn't, be this, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't make a difference because I would say I understood the plan, that I got it. There was a goal in mind. I want to rest my defense. I want to take time off the clock and we'll play for overtime, put the pressure back on them. Boom. I get it. We the road team. Everyone's hurt on defense. Everyone's hurt on offense. Like, I get it. I completely get it. Not when you're down two scores. Not when you're down two scores. The play calling was really good. I know. I know. Hear me out. The play calling was really good. He was dialing stuff up outside to the right, outside to the left. It's inverted. You know what I'm going to do? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. How do I? There's a way I could flip this, boom, just like that. All right, here we go. Outside to the right, outside to the left, right? And this, it was methodical, uh, shallow stuff, intermediate, deep stuff, back out up top to the right, deep passes. I mean, Kyle was all over the place in the passing game. He was completely, probably one of the better passing trees 
for Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how they do that little next-gen graphic where it's the line of scrimmage and it shows you the incompletions and the completions and the touchdowns and all that stuff? I guarantee you Jimmy Garoppolo's look like a firework exploding. Jimmy Garoppolo's chart looked like this this, this week. You know what I'm talking about? You guys don't talk? You know what a firework is, right? Like the... That's what that's what his shit looked like this week. It was all over the place. It was great. It was absolutely phenomenal. Now, the drops, the penalties, uh, that's different. But Kyle and Jimmy showed something in this past game that they never showed before. They 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 have never shown that before. Okay? But when the game was on the line and you're down two minutes, I mean two scores, and you get the ball with 10 minutes left, you kind of can't take eight minutes off the clock. It just didn't make it. Even if they got the ball back, what do you think? They're going to go three and out? Is that what the plan? You can't plan on a three and out, bro. Even if that was what your plan was. Your team didn't get the three and out at the end. They got first down after first down. So it didn't make a difference. All right? so. Cool Kyle was in the play calling. Bad Kyle was in the clock management. Didn't like that at all. All right. Let me get to D'Amico now. I keep seeing people talk about D'Amico. The defense let him down. The defense let him down. The defense let him down. Let me pull up. Let me pull up this. Uh, me, I, got, I got something I want y'all to see. I'm, let, me, let me find this thing. I want y'all to see this. Okay. I'm, I'm going to share this with y'all because I think this is important. This is important to understand everything. Like, we, there's, a, there's a big picture that has to uh, be received. We have to, to kind of get a grip of what exactly is going on. WhatsApp did some new, uh, like, did some new update or something like that. It's crazy on my, on my computer right now. I don't, I don't know what this exactly does or means, but. I'm not sure I like it. Ooh, wrong, wrong, wrong thing here. But uh, here we go. So what I do is, guys, if I have stuff on my phone and I want to send it to you guys or show it on the show, I send it to my WhatsApp because my WhatsApp accounts are linked here and on my phone. Then I open it up on here and I can just save the picture. But check this out. I want you guys to see this. Look at all these injuries. Look at all of these injuries. Let's just count them together. One. Oh, wait. Wait, I could wait. Let's start here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's like Sesame Street. Seven. Keep counting. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Ah, ah, ah. 14. Ah, ah, ah. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You can't see it because my name is in the way. 20 injuries. Of those 20, eight were on the offensive side of the ball. Eight of them. Nick Bosa, starter. Ebukam, starter, rotational at least. Jordan Willis, rotational. Javon Kinlaw, starter. Eric Armstead, starter. Aziz Alshair, starter. Emmanuel Mosley, starter. Javarius Ward, starter. Jimmy Ward, starter. Guys, I don't care 
what anybody says from here on out. When you see that list and you say D'Amico Ryan's is a problem, I can't, I, I can't, I can't have a conversation with you. I can't have a conversation with you. It, I can't. I can't have that kind of conversation. I'm sorry. It's it's not right. It's not fair. I don't care who you are and what and what profession you are you you are in. You could be the best in your field. If I take away all of your tools and ask you to do what you do, you can't. You can try to put some stuff together, right? You, you, but you can't put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. That's what D'Amico Ryan spent the entire week trying to do. And he lost guys as the game went on. Think about that for a second. He lost guys as the game went on. You're already playing with backups. You're, you've been missing your starting safety all season long. I'm not going to count Jason Verrett. That name was on the list. That's a cheat code, right? That, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. If I have a couple more sips of this, I might say stuff that I was going to say. But my point is this. All these injuries on that side of the ball. I get it. Oh, well, Mike, we praise the depth all year long. I heard this. These are things that people were telling me. We talked about the depth in the defense. We had one of the deepest teams, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we did. Yes, we do. But here's the problem. And hear me clearly. When your starters are here, you can celebrate all the depth underneath them. But when the depth becomes the starters, there is a gap in talent. There is a big gap in talent. You can say what you want, right? If Charles Aminahue is our rotational guy, our rotational edge rusher, whoo, A plus. Like, let's go. Let's go. Charles O'Minahue was your starter. You're probably making some calls looking to see if you could acquire guys like Brian Burns. You're probably not. My shit just be hating. It just turned like I would. I didn't even touch the table. My my own system is hating. You know what it is, guys? I got this nice 4K camera sitting here, right? And I think my old camera is jealous. And I keep telling her, like, yo, chill. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna replace you. I'm not gonna replace you. Like, I'm I'm being nice to you. You don't have to do this to me. But I think she knows. I think she knows her days are numbered. So this 4K camera is coming soon, right? And it's gonna be all the time here. I don't know if y'all can see the 4K. Oh, right there. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Pause. But what I'm saying is this, guys. When 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 the depth is asked to be the starters, that's a problem. That's a problem, okay? It, it's a real problem. Not that it's impossible to win with. Not that D'Amico hasn't been overcoming injuries all year long. Jimmy Ward is a real starter that's not playing. That's a real starter. Aziz Alshair is a real starter that is not playing. That's a real issue. That is a real issue. That is someone that they counted on contributing in a major way to this team this season. I can't say the same for guys like Jason Verrett. I know that's wrong. Mike, what are you saying? He, when healthy, is the best corner on the team. Not making any, any qualms about that. But they don't count on him. They don't. Sorry, 
Not sorry. They don't. Javon Kinlaw. I want to see the world for this young man. I want to see him be better than Eric Armstead and better than uh, DeForest Buckner combined. I want to see him be Buckner and Armstead and and Jones all in one. We can call him B Jones, Buck Jones, Bar Buckstead Jones. Oh, shit. That's who I want to see him be, Buckstead Jones. See, just give me a couple seconds. I'll put it together. Hashtag Buckstead Jones. I want to see him be that guy. But we got to be honest with ourselves. They were never counting on him to be here this year. They want him here. And if he's here, there'll be a place for him here. He's a first-round pick. Absolutely, you make a place for him. But Buckstead Jones is not a part of the offense that they were depending on their levels of success to be here. Nick Bosa is. Nick Bosa is. He's gone. Eric Armstead is. That is a guy they depend on being here. Eric Armstead is an Iron Man. When's the last time Eric Armstead missed significant time? He's an Iron Man. They depended on him being here. So when you start losing those kind of pieces, I can't say, oh my God, this guy is bad. What is he doing? D'Amico needs to be reprimanded. D'Amico needs, I, I can't do that. I can't say it. I can't say that. And that takes me to Jimmy Garoppolo. And there's probably nobody harder on Jimmy than me. Uh, no, that's not true. Tony, you guys have seen the show. You guys know Tony. Tony one-ups me and my and my uh, Jimmy Garoppolo thing because I've been the person that says, you know, if something, God forbid, were to happen to Trey Lance, this team is going to really, really need Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm standing on that. And I still stand on that. And I will say without a shadow of a doubt that keeping Jimmy was the best thing that could happen to this team because at this very moment, Despite all those injuries, and there's a lot of them, despite all those injuries, you see them all here. We, the faithful, still expect to see this team make a playoff push. We don't have that mentality if Trey Lance went down and we got Brock Purdy. Nick Mullins, CJ Bethard, Nate Davis, Nate, who Nate Sudfield. I don't care. We would not be expecting playoffs after looking at that long list of injuries. And and lose the, the top quarterback. We wouldn't be expecting that. But Jimmy gives us that little bit of hope. Little bit. He gives us enough where we're gonna be like, you know what, man? Screw this guy. When he messes up, we're gonna be like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. But when he comes in and wins, be like, ah, that's the Jimmy I was hoping to see. He gives you that little bit of, that's right. The Niners did sign somebody to the practice squad today. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Jimmy, these last two games, he's been playing a little different. There's something going on in Jimmy's shoulder pads, y'all. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Jimmy's been calling Kyle out at the podium for the last season and a half. Hey, I just called the plays. I don't call the plays. I execute the plays that are dialed up. I actually love throwing downfield. I like playing a little backyard football. Okay, Jimmy. All right. I hear you. You talking to talk, but now you got to walk the walk. And for two weeks in a row, Jimmy has walked that walk. They dial up the shots downfield. 
He's throwing them. He's accurate. They caught, they dialed up shots outside the hashes to the edge of the field. He's throwing them. They ain't catching them, but he's throwing them. Jimmy is doing his part. Could he be better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Does he give you some bad throws still? For sure. 100%. He's doing better than what he was doing before. And he's rising to the occasion. He's taking advantage of the opportunities that have been presented to him. He is. He is. He absolutely is. So my first question to you guys is this. How do I how do I put in a poll? How do I put in a poll here? Let me let me try this. Give me give me a second, guys. Let me find my own channel. How do I find my own shit? Sorry, your channel. That's what it says. Oh, we're live. I'm gonna click this link. How much time did you? Uh, uh-uh, you don't talk to me on my own show. All right, first poll going up right now, and then we're gonna take a phone call. Okay. Should Kyle Shanahan be? unleashed what i mean by that is i want to see kyle continue with the aggressive play calling i want to see him more balanced i want to see him be smarter with the play calling but the downfield throws that we're seeing iuke the looks that we're seeing go down to warner the looks we're seeing the kittle when jimmy's on the move the, the pass to ray ray mcleod i like that that gives me something new to watch with 49ers football i like that do we see more of that continue the balanced run game don't get away from the run game you can still run a lot and mix those mix those shots in there, okay? Should Kyle Shanahan be unleashed or released? That's going to be the question. Don't answer in the chat. Vote in the poll, okay? Unleashed, released. Here we go. Create the poll. Ask your community. Boom. It should be in there. All right? There it is. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Whoever calls in, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you the poll question, okay? That's the poll question. I want you to give me your answer because there are some people who are fed up with Kyle Shanahan. I'm only taking one call on each topic, okay? We're going to do this for Kyle Shanahan. We're going to do this for D'Amico Ryans. We're going to do this for Jimmy Garoppolo, and then I will let the chat tell me another person or player on this team that we might want to see unleashed or released because I got one for you guys. Got one for you guys. Okay. Now, it's not about what Jed would do. Jim Everett, the great, thank you for this comment. Jed York is not firing Kyle Shanahan. Does not matter what you click, doesn't matter what you say. All right. But I explained what I meant by unleashed. I want to see more aggressive play calling and things like that. Let me tell you guys what I mean by released. We need to, hey, Kyle, it's time to hire uh, an offensive coordinator. Hey, Kyle. I need you to not only have somebody else in your ear telling you about, you know, play cock, play, play clock, time of possession and things like that. I'm going to need you to start listening to them. They don't have to call plays for you, but when they tell you you need to go to hurry up, you need to go to hurry up. You got an offensive assistant. You have an assistant head coach. You got to start listening to these guys. I don't think that there were many people telling Kyle to take his time on that last drive. I don't. I wish I could figure out why he did it. I would love to have that conversation with him. So. Unleash, aggressive play calling, smarter play calling, but aggressive play calling. Continue that. We want to see more of that. More shots downfield. More shots outside the numbers. More quick passes. Good run game. Be aggressive as an offensive play caller. That's Unleash Kyle. 
or release Kyle, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a collar on you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a leash on him. We're gonna we're gonna dial it back a little bit. We are gonna say you need to run some things by some other people before you make the play calls. All right. So let's open up the phone lines here. Uh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I'm going to put the phone number in the chat. I'm going to read the poll results. I'm going to read the poll results. I'll be careful what I say. Y'all quick to pause somebody. All right, that is going to be obnoxiously loud, so I'm going to move that away. And then when we get them on the phone, I will bring up the... uh, when we get them on the phone, I'll, I'll bring the speaker closer. The phone number's at the bottom of your screen now, guys. You can text or call in, but I prefer you guys to call right now. 267-949-4513. Okay. So let me uh let me get this thing set up here. 267-949-4513. I'll get the first call going here. All right. I have answered. And then when someone else calls in, I'll get them on. So when we get a beep, it'll switch over to this thing. It'll go boop, boop. And then we'll have the Bluetooth connected. All right. Now, in the meantime, guys, we got to have a different conversation, okay? Let's see what these poll results say. And let's talk about some of the options that are going on right now. All right. How do I see the poll? Does this say unleashed? People want, look at the, oh, okay, 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 I see, okay. Unleash is in a commanding lead right now. 77% of you guys say unleash. Okay, all right. Y'all want to see more of the aggressiveness. That's cool. I do too. Let's talk about something else while we're waiting for someone to call in, okay? Let's talk about something else really quick. Now, I had this up here from last week, uh, and I want, I want, uh uh-oh. All right, give me two seconds, okay? All right, sounds good. Guys, the 49ers are one of the four teams interested in Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. This is per Wayne Breezy and per J.J. Jones and and a whole bunch of other people. Now it's down to the 49ers and the Rams, according to some other reports. Let me just go ahead and say this right now. This will be the most expensive two-week lease we have ever seen in the history of the 49ers. The 49ers shouldn't think about touching Christian McCaffrey Jr. Or I don't even know if this dude's a junior. Don't touch him. Christian McCaffrey, cool. Fun talent, really fun to watch. Can't stay healthy. And we are the team that leads the league in injuries. That is a terrible, terrible combination. I don't want him near the 49ers. That's my opinion. All right. Now, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? This is Matthias. Hmm. Matthias, that's, is that a biblical name? I like that name, man. That's, that name got power. What's that mean? Yeah, I ca- I, I called uh, back in during the draft term. Uh, sorry to go off topic. I'm not trying to, but no, yes, no, it good. is a biblical name. What? It is a biblical name. All right, I'm gonna look it up now, man. I got to get your question, man. Kyle Shanahan. That is the first poll question right now. Okay, should Kyle Shanahan be unleashed or released? And by release. We're going to put him on a leash. We're going to get him an offensive coordinator. We're going to get uh, an offensive assistant for him. And he has to start listening to what these guys are saying. Which Kyle Shanahan do you prefer to see? Uh, 
I, I believe that he'll be, he should be unleashed because of the simple fact that now that we got uh, Bobby Turner back, I think Anthony Lynn could probably help him a little bit. We don't need to hire anybody. It just, we just need to keep the faith in, in Kyle. And, and it, it was, I think there was some good play calls. It's just, there was a few like miscommunication, whether it was O-line protection with Jake Brendel or drop passes, penalties. I mean, we can't just blame Kyle. Like it's easy, it's easy to blame Kyle because he's the head coach, he's the offensive coordinator, I get it. But momentum is everything. And I believe if in the beginning, if the defense, I, I know it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot to ask for because there's injuries, but if you put pressure on, on the defense and try to get a stop in the beginning to three points at least, or after we, we, we tie it up at 14, the defense, you know, at least three points going into halftime, 17, 14. Yeah. It's a different momentum is everything, whether it's basketball or football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you, man. I completely agree with you. Um, there are a lot of people that are over the Kyle Shanahan thing. Um, at some point during this game, if you watched it live, you had to feel some animosity, some anger about what you were seeing from the offense. Um, in the moment, who were you upset at? In the moment, while watching it live, were you mad at Jeff Kyle? Wilson, automatically, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson. Because okay, if, if you're gonna, if you, if the reason is to not play Mason because he's young and he might fumble, you might as well play Mason too. Well, so I got like what's holding back. So, so it's not maybe just Kyle. It's probably Bobby Turner or Anthony Lynn who feel like the kid's not ready. It's not maybe just Kyle. Yeah. Maybe maybe Kyle is the head coach and he should step on some toes and say, "Hey, let the kids play." TDP, let them play. Well, I, I will we say this, know. man. Uh, I, I am personally very upset that I'm seeing a guy come off the streets. I know it's Tevin Coleman. I know he's got familiarity with Kyle and the system. But I don't like seeing that he was a free agent all offseason. We let him stay a free agent. We keep a guy as an undrafted free agent in, in Jordan Mason. We uh, have TDP. Both of them are active on game day. And those guys are nowhere to be seen. I did not like seeing... Tevin Coleman get more touches than them. Now, granted, he had a pretty good game against Carolina. That's what he does, right? But like I still feel right. I feel a I feel a type of way. Like these young men work and earn their spots on this roster. You're gonna go grab a guy off the street and let him leapfrog both of them. Like, well, not both of them, because at the time TDP wasn't active yet. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I just felt like, come on, yeah. man. Like, what, what, but, what are but we doing? Probably here? the reason for that, no need to interrupt, but was mm -hmm. they probably weren't hundred percent healthy. Mason hasn't been injured all year. Oh, true that, true that. Like I can't. That's what I'm like. I just, that's the only one that I can't. I have no uh, idea why they wouldn't play. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all I was getting at, man. That's all I was getting at. All right, I'm gonna let you go. We gotta get some more callers in here. But was there a question that you wanted to ask to the people out there in the chat or to me uh, for the show? I uh, just want to say, hey, folks, stay positive. Let's go beat the Chiefs. And thanks, uh, Mike, for taking in my call and uh, stay blessed. Wait, wait, Matthias. Thank you for the blessing, wish, and all that stuff. You think we got a chance against the against the Chiefs? It's football. Anything can happen. But do I feel like okay. we could win? I don't know. I'm not a betting mm -hmm. man. I wouldn't bet. But let me just tell you this. When we went to the Super Bowl, the year we went, 
a lot of people didn't bet that we would go there too. Okay. I like it, man. All right. I like it, man. Keep that energy, man. You be blessed too, my man Matthias. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate you, bro. All right. Stay up. All right. Matthias. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So let's keep this thing moving here, guys. Uh, the next poll is up in the room. All right. Uh, oh, wait. I didn't hit. I didn't hit ask your community yet. There it is. Bong. All right. The next person on the docket here is D'Amico Ryans. Should D'Amico Ryans be unleashed? And let me explain what unleashed means. Right. D'Amico has to get some more freedoms here. I want to know if Nick Bosa was healthy enough to play, but the team wanted to be cautious with him. And if the team wanted to be cautious with him, was that D'Amico's call? Did D'Amico say, no, listen, guys, I got a lot of hurt players. I need to get whoever's healthy out there to help. And they say, no, 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 chill. What if Jason Verrett was healthy, but the team never made him active because he's in the workout window and all that stuff, but he's been at, he's been healthy since week one, but they said, nah, we're going to chill. What if there are other people away from D'Amico who are holding him back from accessing the players he wants to use and utilize? I want to see D'Amico unleashed. I want to see some more blitzes from D'Amico Ryans. I want to see him go out there and be himself. That guy was pumped up and having fun when we saw the pick six just two weeks ago, right? I want to see that D'Amico, the guy that's having fun with the play calling, having uh, corners come in and blitz, having safeties come in and blitz, having linebackers come in and blitz. That's the D'Amico Ryans I want to see. Last week, it was so bad. We had to really, really sit back and just chill. I'm going to answer this call. Give me two seconds, okay? Give, give me two seconds, okay? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Mike? All right, wait, hold on, hold on. Give me two seconds, okay? Okay. All right. Last week, uh, we saw D'Amico have to kind of be a little conservative, right? D'Amico was running out of players that he needed to put in there. Is Ambry Thomas still in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse? What's going on? Womack got out there. They went after him two out of three plays, two touchdowns. Boom. They Womack, you got to chill. Who's making that call? Who is making that call? I want to see D'Amico get some of those freedoms. And we got to learn to live with them for better or worse. We got to find out uh, just how good D'Amico is. So that's what I mean by unleash. If you're going to put him on a leash, if you're going to, you know, hey, D'Amico, you got to play it safe, man. No, don't really pressure the quarterback. We got to stop the run in this game. I, we, we guys think back to when Eric Mangini was the freaking coordinator over here. I mean, that team was terrible, right? But he had this read and react style defense where he was trying to minimize the run game. Like, don't go after the quarterback because what if it's a run play, right? He had this stupid ass, like, do we want to see them be a little bit more conservative or do we want to see them be more aggressive on defense? That's basically what I'm asking here when I say uh, unleash D'Amico or release D'Amico. Right now, it's an astounding 86% saying to unleash D'Amico Ryans. All right, who we have the pleasure of speaking to right now? It's Jaguayo. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute damn let me give my man a round of applause because when jaguayo do his thing man he be doing his thing hold up hold up hold up where is it uh there it is i don't know if you can hear that or not and i should have been a round of applause for my man Matthias, too. i'm gonna let it run a little bit longer here's my man Matthias. i'm gonna do a round of applause all right, so Jaguayo's on the line, man. Jaguayo, you watched this game last week. I need to know how you felt about the in the defense, man. Did you disappoint the defense? Marcus Mariota, 
Red, well, we'll leave the team in Russian, but he led the team in Russian stats as far as was. He had 51 yards and a touchdown. He only incompleted one pass in 13 or 14, something crazy like that. He had three rushes, Tommy Mariota, that over 50 yards on the 49ers. They beat us at our own game race. That's what they were saying. That's what the street was saying. How do you feel about that, guys? How do you feel about that? I mean, um, Wait, 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 wait. Um, Hold on. We're saying the microphone got. Oh, it's going to play the sound. Okay, hold on. We're saying the microphone. Mic check, mic check. All right, you guys tell me now. It's when I play the sounds, the microphone gets messed up. I got to mute the thing so that way it doesn't pick it up. It's the feedback. All right, is that better, guys? Can y'all hear me? Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. All right, yeah, there we go. They said we're good now. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jaguayo, give it to me, man. I want to know how you felt about the defense last week, man. Um, we saw them go after Womack, right? And then it was like, all right, try to make some adjustments. Um, he also got out of his element last week where he's got guys shadowing, right? The Niners don't do that normally. They have a, a, a they, they take Emmanuel Mosley and they leave him on the right side of the offense and they take Javarius Ward and they leave him on the left side of the offense. But this week, that's not what happened. After some guys started going down, then all of a sudden you see Lenore following people around. You know what I'm saying? You start seeing these guys shadowing people. So that way teams couldn't do their thing. Was D'Amico flustered? Like, how'd you feel watching this defense? Were you disappointed and how dominant they were? Five, uh, I mean, three 50 plus rushers, uh, 13 or 14 for Marcus Mariota. They told us they beat us at our own game. How'd you feel about the defensive performance, Jaguayo? Okay, so I think that uh, Atlanta might have been better prepared and they were ready to take the, take, take the run game to us. And Mariota, we couldn't we couldn't blitz or we didn't blitz. So I was a little disappointed with that. I thought we should have just forced the issue. You know, we, you know, if, if at the beginning, if we couldn't stop the run, you know, we had to put some pressure on, on Marietta, Mariota and uh, they just took it to us. And um, of course, I, I can't lie and say that without Bosa, without Armstead, without Kinlaw, without Aziz Al Shahir and without Mosley, that that it didn't make a difference. Obviously it made a difference. Chavarius Ward. But Jimmy Ward like yeah, the list yeah, was Ward. the I list mean, was long, man. So obviously you know the depth was was compromised. So but I think the fumble by um Wilson was a big momentum uh, shift, especially uh, at the beginning, because it put us 14-0, uh, 14 and it was hard for us to come back. See, even though we did, I heard I heard um, Matthias say that he, you know, he was mad at Wilson also, and I get that. But even after that, it was 14-14. We overcame that. I actually liked that immediately after the uh, the fumble. 
The next offensive play was a run right back to Wilson. Hey, we got we got faith in you. We believe in you. I get it. it was an untimely fumble. It was bad. It just was the most. I don't even know if someone knocked the ball out. Honestly, I, I it looked to me like he just dropped it, but I was like, you know, flipping out like, no, no way, no way. Um, but they went back to him. You want to if if he's going to be your guy, you got to let him know that you have confidence in him. You can't bench him. You know, he's 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 been through thick and thin with this team. He's been the guy that comes in when everybody else is hurt. Um, I was upset about the loss, the fumble, but most ball carriers lose a ball or two throughout the season. That's not the unnormal, uh, unusual part. What was wild was, to me, we came back, we tied it up 14-14, and then the defense just let them march down the field and score again. And the, and the, and, but at the end of the first half, after that 14-14, so they had 14 nothing. We make it 14-14. We're thinking, all right, we can go to halftime tied up. They score again. And then they come out again in the third quarter and score. Like the Niners defense, it wasn't, it wasn't what we were we were used to seeing. Now you're attributing that to the players, as I was also. Much of it I blame on the players and you know, guys that are rotational being asked to be starters, but you don't blame any of the defensive philosophies changing on D'Amico? Well, he should have, he should have blitzed. He, he should have blitzed and made, moved Merrill off the front. He was, mm-hmm. he was very, very efficient. He only incompleted one pass. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't contain him. Yeah. How many times do we have to go against Tyler Murray? Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, and when we, when Wilson was in the, in the division, mm-hmm. every time we do a running uh, quarterback, like how many years do we have to go through before we can adjust and contain a, a quarterback, a, run, a mobile quarterback? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jaguayo. I feel and, you, man. And the, pe- the and the penalty is okay. That's lack of discipline. That I blame on Shanahan. Mm. You have to have a buttoned up operation ready to go business as usual and take care of your job and part of your job is to be disciplined and don't make boneheaded penalties and so i think that drops i mean we it was just a sloppy game think about it okay honestly mike if we didn't have that fumble if we didn't have the drops and we didn't have the penalties. Would we have had a better chance to win? Well, yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely, for sure. So, so I mean, at the end of at the end of the day, sometimes you just gotta say that uh, Arthur Smith is is a is a good coach, and and the Falcons have been playing well the whole year. They've been they've been in the game. I mean, they almost beat Tampa Bay. Even though Tampa Bay is not playing well right now, but still, Atlanta is not something like, they're not like Carolina. Carolina was a worst team. So that's kind of my thoughts, Mike. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for, for letting me call in. It's just a couple of minutes talking to you. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. And I always enjoy the show, of course. Uh, I, and I really appreciate, and I hope the faithful appreciate the hard work that you always put into it. Thank you. And I hope you and your family stay blessed, and, and uh, I'll keep watching the, the show. My man.
Jaguayo, thanks for calling in, brother. And many blessings to you and yours. Okay. Guys. Okay. That was our guy Jaguayo right there, man. Thank you for uh thank you for the wonderful, wonderful phone call here. Look at this. Nine percent, man. Y'all body that vote. All right, let's let's end that poll there. Uh what we're gonna do now, we got we got one more poll for you guys. Well, maybe one more. I'm gonna let you guys come up with one too. All right. This next one though, I'm gonna get right to it. It's about Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm guys, <laughs> y'all can say what y'all want to say. Y'all can judge me. Y'all can judge me. Jimmy Garoppolo, these last two games, has been playing just, I'll just say surprising. I will say I was surprised by what Jimmy Garoppolo has done so far in these last two games. All right? And I don't know if it's going to stop. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. He's got this little bit of fucking sauce in the system right now. You know, he he went out, he went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and they were like, what flavor wings do you want? He was like, give me some of that fucking sauce on my wings. And he's tearing them up. He's tearing them up, man. He's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. He is not perfect. He's still throwing a um, an interceptable pass or two a game, right? He's still not seeing the linebackers. That's cool. But damn, man, if, if Danny Gray, uh, come on, man. Come on, man. If Danny Gray was in there instead of Ray Ray McLeod, y'all don't think that's a catch? Y'all don't think that's a touchdown? Hmm? If Charlie Warner just focused a little bit more, y'all don't think that we're scoring on that drive? Hmm? If uh, Eric, if if Ayuk's catch wasn't called back due to a Jake Brindell holding penalty that he got ran over on, I don't know still how the league calls that a hold, but if that didn't, y'all don't think we score on that drive right there? Come on, man. This. This, I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's the play calling with Jimmy. Maybe Kyle's just giving Jimmy more opportunity. I don't know. But we're seeing something different with Jimmy. We are seeing something different with Jimmy. I'm just telling y'all. Let me speak for myself. I am seeing something different with Jimmy. No one else has to has to say anything about it. That's fine. Y'all want to say you see the same Jimmy? That is okay with me. Fine. I see something different in Jimmy. He is throwing outside the hashes he is throwing downfield way better and i like it i want to know how you guys feel about it because a lot of people wanted jimmy gone a lot of people did not want to see jimmy garoppolo here he's here and he came in that second half of the uh seahawks game they were like yeah but whatever it's just jimmy and then he came out that very next game against denver and we were like see this bum ass quarterback this is why i didn't like him this is why i didn't want him here and we were out there pitchforks torches right we out there we storming the castle get him bring me the the beast's head that's how we felt but jimmy said hold on a second time out just watch this watch this and that man went out there (laughs) last week was one of my favorite jimmy garoppolo games to watch y'all i know i know it only warranted 14 points it only warranted 14 points but I'm thinking Jimmy needs to be unleashed. Not released. I'm thinking he needs to be unleashed. I think we got to let his ass, like, just throw the ball around some. Give me something to watch football for. Mike, you sure you went to the dentist today? 
They put you in that room with the white cushion. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I haven't had on an I Love Me jacket in about three years. I'm doing good. Okay. Y'all know what the I Love Me jacket is? It's the one that they put your arms and they make you hug yourself to say you love yourself. Huh? Come on now. Come on now. The I Love Me jacket. Come on, y'all. Let me see those votes. Somebody call in. Take this one here, man. Come on. Y'all want to see Jimmy Garoppolo unleashed or y'all want to see him released? Huh? Come on. Only 41 votes in there. Hit that poll up. You got to be on YouTube to see it. Go ahead, guys. Get to it. I am looking for some uh, NFL news. It looks like here Deshaun Jackson is being signed by the Ravens. Okay. The NFL and Amazon announced that in 2023, Prime Video will exclusively stream a Black Friday football game. The Friday after Thanksgiving, the first ever Black Friday game will be on November 24th, the day after my birthday. Oh, shit, my birthday's on Thanksgiving next year. All right, let me get this call. Hello, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, name Noah. Noah? Yes, sir. Another biblical name. We had a Matthias and a Noah all in one night. All right, man. All I need is a Moses, and that's my trifecta for the day, man. What's going on, Noah? How you doing, bro? Uh, not much, man. I'm good. Just got off work, heading home. Uh, hey, listen, man. You could have spent your your drive home any other way. You chose to spend it unwinding with us here, and nothing but Niners. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Always. I uh, usually don't get the chance to catch our lives. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, look, so we here. We here, man. Yeah. No, no problem. So thanks for calling in. And the question right now is this: yeah, for sure. Do you want to see Jimmy Garoppolo unleashed? Are you enjoying seeing this new version of Jimmy? Do you even see a new version of Jimmy? Or do you want to see him released? Like, I'm tired of it. I know what it's going to be. We're going to lose a lot of games because he can't make plays when we need him to. Okay, so for me personally, I see the same old Jimmy with, you know, making uh, his mistakes. But I also see Jimmy pushing it downfield accurately. I see Jimmy... I'm with you with Unleash Jimmy. Go ahead and just do that. Because I feel like if any of those plays that you just went over were executed, that's points on the board in my mind. Mm. Okay. So and now listen. If you throw a pick either way, so why not? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm about to do a screen share right now. Uh for the people watching the live, I'll read it to you. I'll read you what I'm doing a screen share of. Uh, it's a Matt Mayoko tweet from a couple of hours ago, right? And Matt Mayoko says, okay. and I quote, let me let me bring it to the screen so they can see it. I suppose I'm a little surprised to see Jimmy Garoppolo ranked sixth in the NFL with a 7.8 yards average per pass attempt and eighth with a passer rating of 94.8. Even the numbers are saying Jimmy is doing something a little different this year, guys. Even the numbers are saying it. Matt Mayoko says he's a little surprised. Go, go ahead, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. Yeah, both, both questions. Both, both questions. Let D'Amico get his bag and let Jimmy get his bag. Ooh. Why that? Like, do we want to win? Like, does it matter at this point? What? Yeah, if hell we yeah. have the division, we should feel a lot better. Mm. So go ahead and test waters now before we reach the playoffs. Okay. 
All right. We all know what one-dimensional Jimmy is. I like that. See what he's doing. See what he's got. Hey, let me ask you this question, man. Fantasy world real quick, okay? No, money is not an option. I mean, not an issue. Um, uh, draft capital is not, not an issue. If there was one player in the entire NFL you could trade for to make this 49ers team better today, who would that player be? And we're talking like Say that again. We're talking what? Currently available? Anybody. If you could just wave it. Yeah, current, a current active player. Don't tell me Delaney Walker, who retired today. Give me an active player that you say, you know what? If we could trade for this guy right here, the sky is the limit for this team. I mean, really, the first person that comes to mind, I know he's kind of a, a hothead, but... Uh, Namak or how you pronounce his name? Oh, and Damakin Yeah. Like we need help right now. Where is he right now? What, what is what is doing right now? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up to see where he's at. I don't even know where he's playing right now. Oh, he, oh, he's still with the Bucks. I'm not sure. Where is his? Oh, he's a free agent. He's just sitting out there. Wait, what? Yeah, that's kind of my thought. He's a free agent. He's just sitting there. Oh no, man! Come on, we just put Kinlaw on IR. Why are we working this man out to bring him in? That's what I'm saying. I know. Hey Noah, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate yep. that. Yeah, for sure. All right, bro. You be safe. Travels. Get get home safely. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Have a good night, bro. You too. Bye. That's one guy you ain't never got to worry about in the rain. My man Noah right there, man. Let's go. Let's go. Why is Sue a free agent and we don't have him here? What is going on? Don't tell me he wants to get paid. He doesn't spend half the season at home on the couch. He'll take anything now. He'll take anything now. Ooh, wee. Wow. Oh, let me check on this poll. Let me check on the poll results here. Let me let me see what y'all are saying here. 72% say unleashed. Nobody wants to release anybody, huh? Y'all going to make me really, really dig deep to find somebody that I think y'all going to want to release. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. All right. I won't type up a whole poll, but let me ask y'all the same question. Now, see, I don't have a new poll up. What are they calling for? Oh, they stopped calling. Okay. They hung up. Um, Let's end this poll here. Shout out to y'all who voted. 74% say unleash Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I got it. Let, let me ask you guys. Who should be the next poll person? Oh, Jake Brindell. That's a good release or unleash one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That boy's starting trouble. He's starting trouble. Is, is this formerly uh, B, B Water, my friend? That boy Water? Is, is this the same person? Because I, uh, I haven't seen that B Water, my friend. I haven't seen that. He says Jake Brindell. Ooh, I'd get a center. Huh? All right. You guys can give me some uh, names that you want me to throw in the poll here. I see one for Ayuk. All right. I like that. That's that's actually an interesting question. 
because Brandon Ayuk is going to be in a contract year soon. And if we aren't going to do anything with him, we should let him go. We should trade him. Someone's got to think that he's good, right? There's got to be another team that had a high draft pick in mind to be used on him, right? Because we got him in the first. We traded to get there. Um, We traded back, then we traded back up to get him. They thought someone was going to go and get this guy. The poll is up in the in the chat right now. So shout out to uh who was that? Was that was that Niner by Nature? Who said that? It was absolutely Niner by Nature that said that. Niner by Nature said to use Ayuk. Huh? Let's go, Niner by Nature. For the name suggestion. Listen, man. I can see both sides of this. Hold on. Just hear me out. I can see both sides of this. I can see the one side that says we want to get Ayuk. Let me enter this call. Is this the same number? Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Mm-hmm. They're listening. They're listening to the background. When you guys call in, make sure you guys uh, stop watching the the YouTube feed because it's delayed. It's a big, big delay, and then we hear the feedback also. Um, I can understand them saying, "Yo, Ayuk needs more opportunity." Because look what happens when we throw him the ball. He's catching He's catching the passes. He's doing a little bit better now, right? Two touchdowns in the game. Ayuk, Ayuk was really coming through. He was doing his thing. And the flip side is he don't always pay attention, right? Like Ayuk has some drops here and there. Um, you know, we got Debo. We got Kittle. Do we really need Ayuk? Like, I understand that we drafted Danny Gray. Like, what? where's his role going to be? He's never really developed into much of anything here. I can see both sides of this argument. Uh, so what I'm going to say for you guys is to unleash him is to just force feed him, give him more targets all over the field to release him. Won't be to just flat out cut him, but it'll be to trade him because the trade deadline is coming up and he is somebody that I'm sure other teams have an interest in. So let's see those uh, votes getting off there. Who was on the phone line? Are you still there? Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody's there. And now they're back. Yo, 714, tell me more. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Hey, what's up, Mike? It's uh, George. George, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Good, good. I mean, painful, painful loss, but... You know, this one hurt, man. This one hurt. It did. Especially at first watch, it hurt pretty bad. But here, here's some positives, man. We're still first place in the division. We're sitting at three and three. We have some reinforcements coming back. For the, every week, we should be getting another player back. Then we got the bye week. We should get two more players back. Um, we are honestly trending in the right direction. I know that sounds crazy, right? But Kyle's probably worst offensive play calling game this year. I think he got them both out the way between this past game and the Denver game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looking like he's trending in the right direction. He's starting to use all of his weapons a little bit more, right? I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like that fourth down play. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you, G. Yeah. Um, that that four. Well, George, I'm not gonna call you G. It could be with a J. I apologize, but. That fourth down play. Oh, no, to, it actually is Joe. It's a J. Okay. Um, yeah. 
that that fourth down play to Debo, I hated that call. I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why I hated that call. Jimmy never looked anywhere else. And I don't think that was on Jimmy. I think Kyle told him exactly who to throw that ball to. Yeah. He never once looked anywhere. Not one time. So I hated that. Even with the one where he did throw the interception right before halftime. Uh, if you go look at the replay, uh, Ayuk was wide open in the middle. Of oh, the check there? It, 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 yeah, it looked like he was just told, you got to go there, get close to the outside so we can get a, a time stoppage and stuff. Mm. And, you know, there are some times where I watch the games, right? And I'm like, yo, can we please throw the ball downfield more? We could probably get a flag. You know, and he, Kyle might have been playing for the flag. He might have been playing for the flag. You know, throw it in some traffic. We can get yeah. a pass interference, and then we get one more play from the goal line or, you know, from the three-yard line, wherever that ball landed. Um, so who knows, man? But uh, the poll question is up so right now. I have now. a question for you, Mike. Oh, okay. Sure. Shoot. Yeah. Was it really a fumble? Because uh, <laughs> from the replay they show and the zoom in and everything, you could tell his knees hit the ground. And then the ball comes out once his uh, elbow once hit it hits the ground. So, yeah, you know, um, watching it live, I thought the ball came out, and I felt like it came out. It came out pretty early, if I'm being honest with you. But then, yeah, after after a few minutes, they flipped it over. Uh, they they came back from a commercial break, and I'm like, oh wait a second, was it his elbow or was it his knee? I think it was his elbow, right? Yeah, his knee his knees were down because someone was on top of him, and then he comes down, and it and the ball actually hit someone's foot, I believe, and that's why it popped out. Mm. And um, but it, that's why I don't know if you noticed, uh, Kittle and Debo were telling him to challenge it, but since it was early on. I'm sure Shanahan was like, "No, I'd rather save these timeouts tonight." Yeah, nah, bro. They, they if if they thought it, there was another play in this game where I'm like, "Why didn't Shanahan challenge that?" Uh, and I can't remember what it was yeah. now. Damn it! And that's another thing too. He needs someone to be like, "Yo, bro, throw the damn flag!" Like, throw the flag, mm-hmm. please. He has to throw the flag. But you don't have to be perfect at challenges. No, no, yeah. yeah, you don't have to be, especially because ninety percent of the time we take we take timeouts into the locker room in, in the first half. So, I mean, yeah. what what are we saving them for? Uh, but like I said, but your question of relief, uh, Mike. Yeah, uh, is because not many people wanted to say anything, but I would say I would release the special teams coach. Ah, you don't like him, huh? Uh, well, here's the thing with what well, at least with Hightower. Whenever we punted, uh, Wisnowski even looked better because he would he would get about five yards tops, and someone would do that. You know, I mean, someone would be there to tackle. Um, with this guy, we give uh, kick returns. Uh, the punts get returned on us. Yeah, the cover the coverage and, units. Uh, he's he's the one. He's the reason they switched up. I think. Uh, Wisnowski to, Only. to gold, and now if Wisnowski was out there, remember he was a rugby player. He would he wouldn't have got injured. Ooh. He would have actually made a tackle. Oh, look at you! Look at you connecting some dots, man. And you know, I'm I'm saying this because when we first hired Schneider, I was not happy about it. And 
I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. What pissed me off the most about it was watching the uh, the state of the franchise. Kyle went right to the microphone, like, yeah, we didn't interview anybody. We just gave him a call because I knew he was available. And he was someone I was familiar with. It's like, hey, we got an opening. Do you mm-hmm. want it? And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Like that told me that Kyle didn't really respect the third phase of the game. He just the, let me let me get somebody in the here. The only me... reason I was happy about that was because Seattle did do a lot of trickery plays on special teams. And Wishnowski can also run. I don't know if you guys remember, but he had a four three, I believe. <laughs> I don't think he was that fast, was he? Was Mitch Wisnowski that fast? I believe that? so. When they drafted him, I think he, they said he was a four three. Sprint Mitch Wishnowski. Let's see what Google says. I might be wrong, but I remember they said that they had oh, four, clips okay, of them, okay. like doing trickery plays. No, no, four six three. Okay, four six three. Which oh, still that's still not slow though. Let, let me be clear. That's so fast. That's, yeah, that's that's not <laughs> slow. I can't I can't run a four six three. I think I'm pretty fast right now. But I can't. But I can't in college, they did a lot of trickery with him, and you know. From passing to running, so yeah. All right, man. Okay, hey, man. G- I would just like to see something different. You know, I'm not here. Even if we try and fail, as long as we did. Here's what I'm going to say about the uh, the special teams coordinator and Schneider. I'm not ready to give up on him just yet. Uh, we ran down this list of injuries. How many of those injured players are special teamers? Right. Don't answer that because I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the answer either, but what I will say is this. The first three weeks of the uh, season, special teams were one of the better units. It was the defense, then it was special teams, and then it was the offense the first three weeks of the season. So I'm not quite ready to tap out on them. Let me get some of these guys back in the mix. Let's get these guys healthy, and then let's see how he is. Uh, let's let's put him on a three-week uh, probation period. Let's see. <laughs> we saw, we saw yeah, three good sure. weeks. We saw three bad weeks. We'll give you three weeks to show us who you really are. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. But thank you for taking my call, Mike. All right, my man, and George. Also for uh, liking my comment when I commented on your uh, post on Twitter, I said that I was happy that they let Jimmy throw the ball deep and mm. to the side. So. Okay. All right. Hey, th- thanks for uh, always. I appreciate the support, man. Thank you very much. Sean, keep holding it strong for for MB Niners, man. All day, baby. Go there. All day. I got us, man. All right, man. My man, George. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. All right, guys. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this thing up here soon. Uh, ninety. I think this is the highest percentage, and this is the second highest votes. Ninety percent of you guys think that we should unleash Brandon Ayuk. Wow. Wow. Listen, let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys. God's honest truth. Brandon Ayuk is my favorite wide receiver on the 49ers right now. And I think he should be released or traded. Um, I don't think they're going to pay him. I don't think they're going to give him the money that he he deserves. 91%. Oh, y'all are still y'all still doing the damn thing. Let's go. Uh, I don't think they're going to give him the money that he deserves. I'd rather him go somewhere where a team wants him and they plan on using him the right way. Uh, I, I don't like seeing his talents go to waste right here. I want us to win. I want us to win with him. Let me be very clear what I'm saying. And I wish he would be utilized the right way. Now, these last two weeks, they've been giving him the ball, bro. They've been giving him the ball. They've been feeding him. They've been targeting him. I like that. But do I think that's sustainable? Do I think that's part of the game plan? I don't know. Maybe it was. 
Maybe it was. We saw all offseason how him and Trey were just working together and Debo wasn't around because of the negotiations and things like that. Maybe Ayuk was a large part of Kyle's play calling this year. Maybe he is a large part of the plan for this season. I don't know. I don't know. But if he's not, I would want him to go somewhere that he, you know, that he can go out there and be used the right way. That's that's what I would want to see. That's what I would want to see. But if he is, oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Ah, yeah, let's go. Let's go, let's go. All right, let me see if I see any other interesting tweets right now that I need to share with you guys. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Let me take the let me take the phone number off here. We're done with this. Let me take the phone number off here. I don't want anybody else. Please don't call it, guys. Huh. All right, that's over. Listen, the 49ers um have signed some players, man. Where'd it go? All right, so we got this one here. Uh, I wanted to read this to you guys here from David Lombardi. All right, I'm going to share this one with you guys. Share screen. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. It says, overall, today's injury news is good for the 49ers. Seems to be a legit chance they return Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Chavarius Ward, Mike McGlinchey, and several others for their showdown versus the Chiefs. Talanoa Funga also pending concussion protocol. Armstead is the one arrow down. Guys, look at those names that are coming back. Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Charvarius Ward, Mike McGlinchey. And it says, and others. It says, and others. So, We'll see, man. This is this is really, really interesting. This was good news for the 49ers on the injury front. Uh, this is something that we needed to see take place this this week, right? If we if we think we're gonna have a chance against that team, and I still don't think we do. Uh, that is something that we needed to see. We absolutely need to see that. All right. Um there is something else that I wanted to share with you guys. 49ers sign. Um, this, uh, Kurt Binker and Kadar Homan to the practice squad. Let me, let me show you guys that news really quick. I had a tweet here from 49ers web zone. All right. Let me share that with you guys as well. And then we're going to wrap this thing up here. I'm going to go through the chat. I'm going to make sure I didn't miss any super chats because I never want to do that. Uh, and if I did, I will get to them all in the order in which they were received. 49ers web zone. Tweets out, 49er roster moves, quarterback Kurt Binkert and cornerback Kadir Holman signed to the practice squad. Linebacker Buddy Johnson and kicker Sam Sloman released from the practice squad. All right. So uh, that's where we're at right now, guys. Um, the 49ers making some moves. Uh, Holman back again. Holman back again. Is he going to be the new Dante Johnson? Bum, bum, bum. All right. Let me go through these comments here. Let me make sure I didn't miss any super chats. And again, if I did, I apologize, but we get to them at the end of the show now because we have a whole section for you guys. I don't think there were any super chats for today. And that's actually not a bad thing. I appreciate you guys just coming in here and vibing with me, just sitting down and letting me talk to you guys and you guys talking back to me. Oh, by the way, round of applause for everybody 
who called in on today's show. I didn't do the last phone call with the uh, applause because I sent my microphone out, but I got us right now. Thank you all for calling in. Man, you guys have been phenomenal. What are y'all talking about in here? What did I just miss? Oh, y'all going in on somebody. Mm. Next uh, next show will be tomorrow night, but that is going to be on Patreon. If you guys aren't there, head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. You guys are going to get a couple of shows over there tomorrow. Uh, we're going to bump one. We're going to record one um, live, but we will repost it on Friday. Um, and then there will be another show tomorrow that'll be live uh, and that'll be there for rewatch. And then there is going to be um, a Thursday show there also, Party in the Palisade, as well as a Thursday show here on Nothing But Niners live on YouTube. So, guys, make sure you guys are locked in. That's when we're going to start our, our preview for um, – this is when we're going to start our preview, uh, looking into this 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 hard fault game against the Chiefs that we have coming up, man. And I'm telling you guys right now, they ain't looking good. They ain't looking good. Chiefs, was, Chiefs are coming off of a loss. You think they're going to lose back-to-back? Who's more likely to lose back-to-back, the Chiefs or the Niners? Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. Jimmy Garoppolo or Patrick Mahomes. Who is more likely to lose back-to-back? I don't know. But we'll talk about it later on, man. You guys be safe out there. Y'all know how we do when we get up out of here. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always. And I mean always. Remain faithful. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you soon. Peace. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Drags the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's into the end zone.
Sean got me again, guys. I thought I was getting out of here, and Sean got me again. But he is the only super chat for the evening, so I got to break this thing down here. I see you guys having a nice debate in the sidelines over here as well. Keep it going, fellas. Keep it going. Uh, Sean says, Mike, why was there zero sense of urgency in the fourth quarter? We should get rid of Kittle and Juice. Why? We don't use Juice and Kittle is washed. I think Kyle has... He didn't say anything else after that. He didn't say anything else after that. I don't know what he thinks Kyle has. Um, if there is a trade market for Kittle, listen, Kittle has one of those contracts that's uh, pretty much untradeable right now. Um, but next year he could be traded. So I don't think that they're going to trade him. Juice, it's not a lot of teams using fullbacks right now. And the few that are have two, one or two on their roster. They're not likely to trade a fullback either. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't be looking to move on from them. Um, I don't think I don't think Juice is washed. Oh wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, you didn't say Juice is washed. You said we don't use him. That's what I was gonna say. I I don't think he's used properly. I agree with that. I don't think I don't think we use Juice quite enough. His pass catching ability is highly underrated. Um, that fourth down play, Juice should have been on the field. You should have been on the field for that, and he would have been a good person to throw the ball to. I don't think many teams would have expected you to go to your freaking fullback on fourth down. Kittle is washed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm almost there with you, but I'm not quite there. Uh, I think I think Kittle has some juice left in the tank. I think he's just still fighting these injuries, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, what I was ter- told was that uh, he was supposed to be getting a surgery this offseason, he was asked about it. He said, no, I did not get a surgery. I'm wondering if he just opted not to get it and healed naturally. Or if what I heard was just straight up wrong. What if he didn't need surgery at all? I don't know. Um, and then the last part of what you said was, uh, I th- I think Kyle has been exposed since Atlanta's Super Bowl halftime. He can't punch his way out of script out of the script. I Sean, oh, man, I want to agree with you, but I can't. I can't say that. I've seen Kyle make plenty of adjustments. Um, and if this team executes in the second half, man, I mean, there were four or five big plays. I'm talking 25 plus yards down the field in this game where the line held up as far as protection goes. Um, Jimmy threw the ball to the right spot accurately. Uh, it was either a drop or a penalty or, you know, just just nonsense, you know. Um, to say that he he can't adjust or he can't change and things like that, he can't go off script, I'm just not comfortable saying that yet. I really, really am not. Um, but I don't, I'm also not a results-based person. I don't watch to see how uh, how things end up and then come to my conclusions. Uh, in the moment I do, I was watching the game live, I was very, very upset, right? I was super upset watching the game live. But then when I went back and watched, I saw some of the play calling and, Shanahan looked better than what I thought he did as far as play calling uh, in that game. All right. And then Jaguayo, man, he, he called and contributes. He says, on the positive side, solid play from Banks and Burford. Man, oh, now see, that deserves some talking about. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You guys made, you guys made Tony call in. Tony's on the line. We got our resident GM on the line. Hold on, Tony. Don't say anything yet. We got to give a round of applause. All right. I'll I'll send you the link. Oh, shit. I'm getting cursed out. All right. 
All right, let me send my man the link. Let's go. Let's go. All right, while I do that, let me give my applause for my guys, though, man. Thank you, Jaguar, for this uh, super chat here. Banks has been doing his thing, all right? Hold on. Burford, Burford's been all right. He's been all right. He ain't been to Banks, though. He has not been on Banks' level. So, I mean, let me not try to, you know, come in here and beat around the bush or anything like that. He's been okay, but he ain't been on Banks' level, right? And that's fine. Banks is a second-year guy. Burford is the first-year guy. I would love to see uh, how he goes. All right, they said Tony about to rip some heads off. He's in there, down there somewhere. I can't quite see him, but I'm going to pop my guy up here, man. He's giving me the thumbs. Oh, he's he's ready to get in here. He's ready to rock and roll. What did he hear? He ain't been out of work that long, so he couldn't have heard much of anything. Let's see. Tony, what's going on with you, Ben? What's up? What's up? No, I didn't hear nothing. Uh, <laughs> bro, you had me thinking that you were about to come in here and rip some heads off, bro. I'm, I'm not kidding. I thought you were going to go in here and go crazy. No, I didn't think you would still be fun. Normally, I'm not going. Actually, I already played the outro and then showing the super chat. Um, so I will ask you uh, a couple of questions real quick, and then we'll wrap this thing up, all right? Okay. Let me turn my volume down here. I got my speaker really loud, and it's causing some feedback. So give me a second here. All right. Can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right. Perfect. Here we go. Uh-oh. Mo says... Mike, do you really think this being down made Kyle a being in the run? I don't think we we're down that much. No, I don't I don't either. Most uh, it was 14-14. And then even after halftime, it was it was a one-score game and we got the ball. No, I don't think that's why we have been in the run. Not the way that we did. I don't know why he did it, but I think that was part of the game plan. But like I said, some of the downfield stuff was working. The offensive line protected. Jimmy was making the throws. We had drops and penalties. So, I mean, it's one thing to say we abandoned the run. We weren't successful. But why weren't we successful? It wasn't the play calling. It was the execution of the play. So I, I think that's why he abandoned the run, because people expected us to do it. We tried to catch him off guard, and guys didn't catch those passes that we were supposed to. Um, Tony. Yep. The title of today's show is um, <laughs> It is Unleash or Release. What to do with the 49ers? I'm gonna tell you a name and you tell me should they be unleashed? Like you want to see more from them or released? Time to move on. All right. Okay. Yeah. And you gotta tell me why after I say the name, all right? Okay. Danny Gray. Unleashed. Definitely unleashed. The guy's fast. You drafted him fast. They drafted him to pair him with Trey Lance. You know, now Jimmy wants to throw the ball deep. McLeod dropped one off his right off his fingertips. So I mean, you have to unleash him. The kids, the, I think, probably the fastest, one of the fastest players on the team. Um, but like you know, like it, it, it's something. I, I think the biggest thing with this team is the confidence on the offensive side of the ball between play caller and quarterback but whatever we'll get to that later but definitely i go with uh unleash okay all right i'm going to give you uh people who were giving this guy some hate this last game D'Amico ryan 
No, you don't re release them. No, I guess so. It's unleash them. I mean, listen, you're talking about a team on cam on film that shows that they run that read option and they attack the edges of the defense. So they had all week to prepare, and I understand 100% that the Niners had sustained what they were without seven starters. No, they were out six starters, and then they lost two more starters, so that made eight starters. So there was only three starters on the field by the end of the game. Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, and I think Diamador Lenore. That's it. Everybody else was hurt. So there, there's that side where you're kind of like, okay, we understand D'Amico Ryan's, but you had a whole week to prepare to, to, to defend and set the edge and don't let anything outside, and they still did it. And the number one tell-all factor to me is the time of possession. They clearly controlled the ball, and that defense could not get off the field. Because why? Any good offensive coordinator say, how do you beat the Niners? Well, you run the ball right at them when they're depleted on their defensive line, and you don't allow that pass rush to get going. So kudos to Arthur Smith. Hell of a game plan they executed. You know, so I'm going to go with Unleash them. Okay. okay. I like it, man. I like it. I got, I got a couple more for you here, man. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tony. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been begging Kyle. I, I, I execute the plays that are called. He said, I like playing backyard football. I want more opportunities like that. I really enjoy it. I don't think they release him. I think it's an unleash, and I think the only thing that's holding up the unleashing part of this is the trust factor between him and Kyle. I still don't, delay, I still don't believe and think Kyle 100% trusts him. A play caller should go to a quarterback and say, listen, I'm going to get super aggressive, and I I trust you to keep it from to keep it from uh, blowing up in my face. I, I trust you to not let, let me uh, hang me out to dry. And that factor is not there, in my opinion. So I think to tell it all, unleash them, because you can't release them. Just unleash the guy and see what happens at this point. But they can't become one-dimensional. So it's kind of like a catch-22. Got you. All right. I hear that, man. I hear that. Um, and the last unleash or release is going to be – I know where you're going to go with this already, but Kyle Shanahan. Now, before you answer, uh, when I say unleash Kyle – I'm talking about uh, I want to see more aggressive play calling. I want him to make better decisions, right? Um, that urgency that was missing in the fourth quarter, that, that long drive for, for nothing, right? Um, I want to see him continue to work in the running game and throws downfield. It seems like it's one or the other. I think we should be able to see both of those. When I say unleash, that's what I mean. When I say release, they're obviously not going to let him go, but – Maybe the team tries to force an offensive coordinator on him. Or one of his assistant coaches gets to tell him, hey, we need to change up what you're doing on offense, whether it be timing and pace or whether it be uh, the balance of running pass or things like that, uh, where you kind of force them to listen to someone else during the game as opposed to giving, giving free reign. Uh, so one of them is let Kyle just be Kyle and hope that he becomes more aggressive where he develops that trust with his quarterback. Or... He has to start listening to some other people, and, you know, we got to reel him in a little bit. I I do think Kyle could use a second set of eyes to help him 
especially up in the booth, to see it from the top and get a full view of the field. Um, being a play caller and a head coach is, is, is a lot. Um, some of these guys depend on their offensive coordinators, but the majority of them don't. Like Andy Reid calls the plays. Eric Bieniemy is just there to assist in Andy Reid in which whatever way he needs it. Does he give opinions? Yeah, sure, I'm sure he does, but Andy Reid is the final stop. I think Mike McDaniel in Miami is the final stop. And would my and even Sean McVay. But the thing is, I think he could use an extra set of eyes. But I I, I do I in my opinion, you will never get an offensive coordinator for Kyle. You will never get it because it's Kyle's offense and no one's gonna tell Kyle how to call how and when to call that offense. If I was the head coach and I was the innovator of the offense, no one's gonna tell me how to do it. Especially when my style is I sit 10 to 15 yards down the field and I observe what the defense does, and then my next my next play call is what I just observed off of what the how the defense reacted. Hi, how are you? You too. So basically, you can't have a play caller because Kyle sees it through his eyes, and no one can see it the way Kyle does. And I'm not saying Kyle's perfect. I'm not. Kyle has flaws. I do think he needs to become more aggressive, and I do think they lack the sense of urgency in the fourth quarter. But the question is, as far as the aggression, it comes right back to square one with the trust between the quarterback. And I don't know if it's there. I don't. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at that. I got one more thing for you, then we're going to get going, all right? Because it's late, and I already uh, wrapped up the show. We'll wrap it up one more time here. Um, uh, where the hell did my tweet go? Hold on. I got to find my tweet. Uh, I shared it already, but on the injury side, the following names are expected to come back for next week's game. You ready? Okay. Mike McGlinchey. Okay. Trent Williams. Okay. Nick Bosta, Javarius okay. Ward, and oh, there was one more. There was one more. Hold on. Mike McGlinchey, Trent Williams, Javarius Ward. And I'm not going to find it. Hold on. Can I just ask who the tweet was? Oh, here we go. Uh, to various ward. Um, oh, Talano Hufunga. Talano Hufunga. Can I ask who the tweet was from? David Lombardi, based off of Kyle Chanahan's uh, presser today. Well, I mean, listen, they're going to need him. They're going to need him to beat this team. But the question is, is you know, there, there's there's an issue. We'll, we'll get into it another time. But they, they they can't. Something's up. And I just hope they're not. I, I don't know. But the track record's not good with this training staff. And it's very concerning and alarming. And you continuously see setbacks. And I hope they're not going to jeopardize their season by throwing these guys on the field this week. They do need them. Don't get me wrong. Niners cannot beat the Chiefs without those guys, especially Ward and Bosa. 
but I just hope there's no downside to this, if you know what I mean. Well, what I was going to say to you is this, and this is actually going to go to our super chat here. If Trent Williams is back and Mike McGlinchey is back, we know Aaron Banks is playing lights out. He actually had not even a pressure allowed in this last game. Uh, Burford is out there, and he's holding up well, too. What do you do with our guy who's now all of a sudden healthy and Daniel Brunskill? You move him to center, and do you bench Brindell? I don't know. I, I really don't know, Mike, because I'm going to keep it real with you. Biggest reason why I was not supportive of Brunskill playing center was he struggles in chopping, uh, snapping in the shotgun. He's not great at it. He's not good at it. He's not consistent at it. And Jimmy loves the shotgun. And now you're jeopardizing potentially that ex- exchange and putting the offense in a tough situation and the 49ers and Kyle in a tough situation. You need someone that can guarantee to get that ball back there. I understand no one's perfect and shit happens, but run skills track record in the shotgun is not, um, how do I say it? It's not good. Uh, it's it's not good, but it's concerning. They're like, you don't want to put, you, you don't want to be in that situation where the ball goes over his head, or it goes low, and it stumbles, and the Chiefs get it on inside our thirty yard line. Like, you don't want that. This team needs to come out and play their A game to beat this team, and they're going to need everybody to do it, and they're going to need a gallant effort to do it. They're going to have to come out there and, and seriously play forty nine er football. They're going to have to be balanced. Jimmy cannot throw for 41, 42 times. They have to get that run game going. They have to be consistent. They have to be consistent with their pass game, and they just have to do it in order for this to happen. All three phases, and they can't shoot themselves in the foot. So, what are you doing with Brunskill going forward? Is this your rotational guy? I, I mean, like you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that that's you got to trust Chris Forster. He took these guys, a bunch of no names, and made them into a solid offensive line. In my opinion, Grady Jackson's one of the three defensive tackles in this league behind Aaron Donald, and he's excellent versus the run. And I honestly feel that that's the reason why I think the 49ers struggled. He, besides getting behind the eight ball at 14 nothing, um, but he's just a dominant guy. And, and as far as a pass rusher, they pretty much controlled him. And you're talking about a fifth round pick a guard that everybody wanted to cut saying he was a bust, a center who was a journeyman and finally has an opportunity to play center. Three interior guys that everybody in 49ers Twitter, everybody, all of them, all the content creators question. And these guys are playing solid. I mean, they're not playing perfect. I think probably the playing the most dominant out of all of them, followed by Burford, uh, Burford and then um, – Rendell, but as a collective unit in that run game and the pass game, versus, especially the pass game, Jimmy Garoppolo did not get sacked. Nope. That was everyone's major concern was pass protection. Yep. Yep. I I I'm probably I was really really high on the banks. Uh, I remained that way. Not high on them coming out, but after we drafted them, I thought that they could have it. 
thought we would have something uh, here. Uh, so it was good to see him come out. But yeah, I get you, man. So uh, there's one more question here from Moe. We're going to go home, man. He says, uh, does Jimmy Ward play with a club if Huff can't go? Uh, I think there's a chance that Jimmy Ward could be playing with Huff. I was going to say the same thing. With or without Huff, I think we see Jimmy Ward out there this week with the club on. That's what I think. Kyle's not going to put that in the air. He's not going to present that to anybody. Uh, if no one asks him that question directly, he's not going to answer it directly. But I do think that we see him out there this week, uh, regardless of all. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, you want to get off? You want to end this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk tomorrow. Maybe we'll try to do something on a, on a lunch break or something tomorrow while we're working. If I could, I don't know. I might uh, be doing a double tomorrow, so I, I don't know 100%. But oh, boy. That man was there's a, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to touch on. And, I mean, just, just one thing I just want to say real quick before we jump off is – Go ahead. Like, no, you know I'm going to give you the floor for your final thoughts, so it's yours. Go ahead. Yeah, so, like, everyone, like, the Niners went down 14-0. It's because they shot themselves in the foot. But to begin the game, the 49ers, it, it, the, the totality of this game, they got beat at their own game. They dominated the offensive line on both sides of the ball, and they just ran the ball and controlled the ball. Like, you're talking about going eight plays and knocking three minutes. Uh, no, going three and out and knocking almost three and a half minutes three minutes off the clock to pick up three yards like that was what was going on in the second half of this game straight ball control and you know everyone's pointing the finger at the like the defensive line they were getting pushed around well this is what happens when you lose your top four dogs up front your top four aces you don't have the ability to sprinkle in your second crew coming in fresh off legs, like taking four snaps, then they come back, the starters come on. The rotation wasn't there, and that's why I think this defensive line got exposed because after that, there was no one behind them. So they had to play more minutes. They were moving people around to getting them different looks to keep people, like, give somebody a rest. So, you know, I just want to say everyone is, like, again, quick to point to Kyle, right? And I'm going to make this quick. Kyle's not perfect. I said it earlier. His big flaw in this game was the uncertainty at the halftime. He was going into the half. He like didn't know what he wanted to do. Aggressive, passive. Then he threw the shot down the field. And then the same thing in the fourth quarter. But what I will tell you is Kyle Shanahan had his back against the wall. They were down 14-0. This team got punched in the mouth. And they were so resilient. They fought back. And they came back 14-14. It's a new game. At that point, Kyle should have went back to his theory of the balance of the offense. One sets up the play-action pass, whatever. His philosophy. But he went with Jimmy. And I'm going to tell you right now, right? Everyone says, you know, execution calls on, falls on the coach. I can't say that. I don't agree with it. Because Kyle's job is to say, all right, on this play, you're going to look here, there, 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 right? So... Everyone keeps saying, like, on social media today, why wasn't that Kittle on the Fred Warner drop pass? Well, it shows you that Kyle's not trying to force the ball to these guys because they know what's coming. These defenses know who the top three guys are on that offense. So what do you do? You try to take them out of the game. 
like you said on the phone earlier when we were talking, Kittle was not going to get a free release like Warner did. They would have jammed his ass on the line of scrimmage, threw him around. Within five yards, you could do that. But guess what? Kyle said, all right, I know what you, you're going to try to stop this guy on this play or this guy on that play. I'm going to go with my alternate players and put them in position to have success. And that's what good coaches do. They try to pick holes in the defense to attack. And to be honest with you, I thought Jimmy had a pretty damn solid game. Wasn't perfect by all means. But two big plays, the Warner drop and the McLeod drop, if those guys made those catches, there's a different outcome in this game. I'm sorry. You're putting the team, they keep the ball, they're going in the end zone, they're going to be putting points on the board, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. So I just want, and I know everyone's on the Kyle Shanahan, like, shit, but... And you can say I'm a Kyle lover. It is what it is. I, I I just love football, and I like the way he attacks defenses, and I, I just like it. But my main question to the 49er fan base, out of the six years that Kyle Shanahan has been here, right, and the reason why the 49ers hired Kyle Shanahan was because of the Atlanta Falcon offense and the success that he had there and the explosive yards and statistics and points that they put up. Have you seen anything compatible to that offense here? Have you? Like, have you, Mike? I'll, I'll answer for the fans. No. That that offense over there in Atlanta is way better than what we've been doing the whole six years here. No, not okay. at all. So let's give them a chance. Let's get Trey healthy. And let's see if this offense could become the Atlanta offense, what he was doing there, and potentially more. Because now you don't have a pure pocket passer that doesn't offer anything else. This kid can move around. So let's just see. I mean, it is what it is. It sucks. Trey's out. It sucks that the position that we're in, that we're losing games, like we should be winning. But every year this team does not start out straight and strong at the gate, except for the one year where they went, what, 8-9-0? 8-0, I think it was. Yeah, 2019, 8-0. And then we lost to the Seahawks. We should have won. We missed a field goal, but whatever. Yeah. So you're right back. Actually, like, if they lose this two games, you're right back where you were last year. Three and five. Right? Yeah, three, three and five. And they still made the playoff last year. So, I mean, that's not what we want as 49er fans. We're very spoiled. You know, we had excellent coaches, excellent quarterback play, excellent offenses. But, you know... Listen, everyone jumped on Jim Harbaugh saying, you know, get him out of here. He runs the same play over and over. It goes right to left, right to left. You know, the run game, the teams know, the defense knows what's coming. There's no downfield passing game. They fired him. Everyone was high, happy about Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan comes in, does his thing, gets to a Super Bowl, goes to an NFC Championship game, wins an NFC Championship game to get to the Super Bowl, and you're right back in square one. Now everybody wants to get rid of Kyle. So, you know, it's going to happen. Just let it happen. All right, man. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here tonight. I already signed out. I'm not going to touch on anything else. Tony, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for jumping in. People in the chat, y'all keep it, man. Let's go.
I see the past. Y'all keep doing what y'all, y'all doing. Keep doing just, y'all uh, doing. You know, keep it friendly and everything. Y'all, I love seeing the difference of opinions. It's strong arguments support all sides. Tony, thanks for jumping in there. Thanks for everybody who contributed to the show here, the call that came in, the super chats, the contributions that came in. You guys are phenomenal. Uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Round of applause for all you guys. And we are out of here, all right? Y'all be safe. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. Good We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove. Bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.